Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, 36 degrees Alexandria and 42 degrees in D.C.'s Penn Quarter. It's 859. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good evening to you. I'm Mike Marillo. And I'm Michael Toscano. Coming up... Could the Capitals and Wizards cross the Potomac into a new arena in Northern Virginia? I'm Dick Giuliano. Metro proposing major changes, including layoffs, service cuts, and fare increases to make up for a massive budget shortfall. Reaction to Metro's warning of possible steep service cuts. It's like a step backward. I'm Nick Ainelli. President Joe Biden meets with Ukraine's president at the White House. And at 9.15, CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane will join us with where things stand on funding for Ukraine. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. A series of powerful explosions have been reported in Kiev, Ukraine. It comes hours after Ukraine's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, visited President Biden at the White House to push Congress for more aid. No one, no one but Putin wants, wants a prolonged war. We dream of a Christmas in a peacetime, of course. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has heard from House Speaker Mike Johnson. The GOP has said it will only support new Ukraine aid in exchange for the Biden administration agreeing to changes in southern border security amid a record number of illegal crossings in recent weeks. Our first condition on any national security supplemental spending package is about our own national security first. CBS News has learned the White House is telling lawmakers it might be willing to support new policy to expel migrants without asylum screenings. During a campaign reception, President Biden tells supporters that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's government is beginning to lose support around the world. Also, the U.N. General Assembly has voted overwhelmingly to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. CBS's Rami Innocencio in Tel Aviv. In Rafa, different generations are mourning the loss of their families' futures after intense Israeli strikes into this morning killed at least 20 people, according to the Hamas-run health ministry. The Israeli military is consolidating control in the north, demolishing a U.N. school allegedly used by Hamas in Beit Hanun. Israeli soldiers cheering. The Arizona Supreme Court hears arguments in a case on whether to reinstate an abortion ban that originated in the 1800s. CBS's Jim Crisula. The 1864 law only allows an abortion when it's necessary to save a pregnant woman's life. Dr. Jill Gibson is with Planned Parenthood in Arizona. In the very unfortunate circumstance that they decide against us, we will be living under a total abortion ban in the state of Arizona. Carol Tobias is president of the National Right to Life Committee. We believe, as apparently people in Arizona did 160 60 years ago that unborn children are members of the human family that deserve protection. The 1864 Arizona abortion ban that was codified into law in 1901 has no exceptions for rape or incest. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Harvard President Claudine Gay will remain leader of the Ivy League school following her comments last week at a congressional hearing on anti-Semitism. The Harvard Corporation, the university's highest governing body, says it unanimously supports Gay. One professor adding... One thing we all agreed on was that we didn't think that politicians should be forcing university presidents to resign or to say certain things or something like that. And also, you know, uh, billionaire alumni on Twitter shouldn't be doing that either. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It's 9.03 on Tuesday, December 12, 2023. 39 degrees going down to the mid to low 30s. Good evening, I'm Michael Toscano. And I'm Mike Marillo. The top local stories we're following this hour. Are the Capitals and Wizards planning a move out of downtown D.C.? Sources tell WTOP that owner Ted Leonsis and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin will be side-by-side side tomorrow morning to make an announcement in the rapidly growing Alexandria neighborhood of Potomac Yard. The Caps and Wizards owner and the Virginia governor will be side-by-side side just 48 hours after Virginia lawmakers approved the idea of the state providing a new home for the two teams. Potomac Yard, the former rail yard, is near Amazon's second headquarters and the newly opened Potomac Yard Metro Station. You know, frankly, it is, it is potentially devastating to our downtown economy. Jaron Price is president and CEO of the downtown D.C. Business Improvement District, who says losing the Caps and Wizards would be a considerable blow to the city. Since 1997, having our sports teams here in the heart of downtown was a key part of the major resurgence of our downtown economy. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. And we're learning tonight the D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and D.C. Council Member Phil Mendelson are introducing legislation to support a complete renovation of Capital One. It includes half a billion dollars of funding to modernize the arena. Stay tuned to WTOP and WTOP.com for the latest on all of this. Our other big story offers a glimpse into a possible ominous future for mass transit in our area. Metro's leader says dramatic service and fare changes could be coming in 2024. That's if money isn't found to plug budget shortfalls now hitting $750 million. Under Metro General Manager Randy Clark's proposed budget for the upcoming fiscal year, the 10 rail stations that see the fewest riders will close. The proposed budget also calls for fewer trains to run, so expected wait times between them would be 15 minutes during the week and 20 minutes on the weekend. Metro Rail would also close at 10 p.m. seven days a week. And when it comes to what you pay to ride Metro, fares would go up 20 percent and more lines would see turnarounds. Clark says these drastic cuts can be avoided if Maryland, Virginia and D.C. can come up with $663 million. That's on top of the $1.2 billion they already pay. This is Nick Ainelli talking to Metro riders about the possible cuts. They're not happy about it. I think it would be a real shame because if that happens, that's going to send more people into cars. It's a death spiral. It's not good. It would be a terrible thing, I think, for the city. I mean, public transportation is uh, really, really important. And uh, it's the wrong time to be cutting back on that. D.C. Council member Charles Allen, who chairs the Transportation Committee, is speaking out, saying he's confident that regional leaders all agree that the metro cuts can never become reality. Maryland Governor Wes Moore's office released a statement saying his administration is committed to working with metro and seeking solutions to the complex funding challenges. And we're also hearing from Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office, which says his administration is engaging with regional partners to chart a path forward to ensure metro's long-term viability. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now the union that represents Metro workers is responding to the new budget. Leaders saying they're shocked and dismayed by what they call the stunning and draconian proposed cuts to Wamata service. They say the proposed budget should serve as a wake-up call. And the labor group is urging Maryland, Virginia, D.C. and Congress to come up with dedicated funding to keep Metro afloat. 
And on Capitol Hill, the relocation of the FBI headquarters to Maryland is getting attention from lawmakers. WTOP's John Doman reports a congressional subcommittee is asking if politics played a role in the decision not to go with the recommendation of putting the headquarters in Springfield, Virginia. The site selection panel was assembled to make recommendations. And Elliot Dooms, the commissioner of the Public Building Service for GSA, noted that this time the GSA also took the rare step of releasing all the information that went into the final decision. And this is why we consider this one of the most transparent uh, site selection processes that GSA is ever involved in. We were surprised to see that the SSA came to a different conclusion than the site selection panel. Nicholas Demos is with the FBI's Finance and Facilities Division. The site selection plan allowed for this divergence. But I can say that within the FBI's own procurement shop, this is exceedingly rare. Doom cited two other instances when it did happen. But Scott Perry, who chairs the subcommittee holding the hearing, remains skeptical about how the process played out. American people smell a rat here. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, Ford making a big cut to the production of this EV. That story just ahead. It is 908. And weather on the 8th on WTOP, Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 66 westbound after the Roslyn Tunnel. believe they are now getting ready. In fact, uh, already setting up the work zone along the right side of the roadway headed toward Glebe Road. Should be down to a single lane there. I believe it's going to be to the left. Prince William County, the investigation continues to uh, close northbound Hoadley Road uh, before Prince William Parkway. That's been going on for quite a while. Southbound lanes are open, 395 and 95 each without delay. And by the way, 66 west of the Beltway is running without delay. No work zones there. Just that one inside the Beltway setting up uh, after the Roslyn Tunnel. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, everything is running pretty freely. And same story in Maryland on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. But in Maryland on 100 eastbound between Route 1 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, single left lane slowly gets by the work zone there. On 95 and the BW Parkway, you're good to go and all's quiet on 270. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Over now to 7 First Alert, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Evening temperatures quickly dropping by early morning. We'll be down into the 20s to lower 30s. Clear skies, light winds. By mid to late morning, could have some high clouds coming in from the next weather maker. It will bring just high clouds to the area, no rain expected. And those clouds should be out of here by Wednesday afternoon. We'll see temperatures top out in the mid to upper 40s across the area. Wednesday night, early Thursday morning, the Geminid meteor showers peak under clear skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, 41 degrees Reagan National, 38 degrees BWI Marshall, and to round out the airports, 39 degrees at Dallas International. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Annual consumer price inflation slowed to 3.1% in November. Ford is cutting in half its planned production of the all-electric F-150 pickup, citing buyer demand trends. Chicken Fingers Restaurant Raising Cane's is opening its first D.C. restaurant next month at Union Station. It has nine locations in the D.C. suburbs now, half of which opened this year. The Dow and the S&P 500 index both gained a half percent in Wednesday's session. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And coming up on WTOP, Ukraine's president in D.C. today pushing for more funding in its war against Russia. 
But did he make any progress? We're going to talk about that with CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland just ahead here on WTOP. It is 9-11. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. If you own or operate a building or facility, or if you're a general contractor that is located or operates in the D.C. area, there is no doubt that it is important for you to have the best trained and most qualified people working for you. And it is a well-known fact that the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602 and the over 200 companies that we work for provide the highest level of HVAC, mechanical, and specialty piping services to the various customers we serve. So if you are in the need of hiring a company to install, retrofit, service, repair, or maintain your heating and air conditioning, refrigeration and cold storage, lab gas and medical gas systems, and the related equipment, components, and piping, the best choice for you is a company that employs the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602. For more information about the services we provide and for a list of companies you can hire, please visit steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce, confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia and Frederick, Maryland. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. Coming up, Maryland completes a perfect day for basketball in College Park and a pair of local soccer teams each make a pair of trades. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off. You know, they picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. And a good evening to you. I'm Mike Marillo. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks so much for being with us. 
As Ukraine's President Zelensky wrapped up his two-day visit to Washington, it was unclear if he was able to shake up the political stalemate over aid. Republican congressional leaders insist on linking any more money to strict U.S.-Mexico border security changes that Democrats decry. So what would Ukraine do with the money? CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland spoke with us earlier on what happened today. Yeah, the president and the president of Ukraine together made this joint appearance and a joint argument for why there needs to be tens of billions of dollars more in Ukrainian aid from the U.S. and that it's needed in short order. The Ukrainian president's been making an argument here in Washington today that you know, they're making progress, that this is not a stalemate, that they're regaining ground. And he's making this type of practical argument because the opposition to this funding saying that it's a stalemate and there's no sense throwing more good money after what they characterize as bad. So it's an argument to be made, but that's the first of the obstacles and hurdles they face. Not just a reluctance for some Republicans to spend money on this, but there are Senate Republicans who say, if we're going to approve Ukraine aid, we must first pass new immigration law. Talk about a vexing challenging issue to iron out in short order u.s immigration law any early signs that anybody was swayed who wasn't on the side of putting more funding toward ukraine no early indications that hearts or minds were changed here i can tell you just having seen multiple visits from the ukrainian president to the capital this one did have a different tenor it wasn't you know the universal standing ovation that we've seen in the past but i think the negotiations that are necessary to pass new border law to get this aid package through the congress are ongoing. They're still talking. That's a good sign. Some of them are coming out saying there's been progress, but it's a puzzle. I'm not sure they know how to put together. If the Senate can find some common ground on immigration law and get this Ukraine aid passed, there's no indication the narrowly divided U.S. House with harder line members on immigration issues would pass it too. There'd have to be some political coalition we haven't seen before. That's difficult to put together in the time frame they want this aid. The president says this is an emergency. Money's needed in a matter of days. That's CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. Now, a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Virginia's governor and the team owner of the Wizards and Caps may have big news about the team's future tomorrow. News about Metro's budget shortfall may dictate the agency's future. Is Ukrainian President Zelensky's visit with President Biden today generating support for more aid for con- from Congress? Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 918. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Bob Imler is in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, on the outer loop of the Beltway, headed south from River Road, there is a work crew uh, believed to be along the inner loop of the Beltway getting up toward River Road. Uh, along the left side might be a sweeping crew, so be alert for that. Things are generally good to go, though, in Maryland on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Really nothing happening on either between the Beltways. Just pretty quiet right now. Eastbound 100 down to a single lane to the left between Route 1 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway for road work again tonight. 50 out to the Bay Bridge without delay. 270 is also running well. And 66 westbound after the Roslyn Tunnel on the Virginia side. But before Glebe Road, getting by single file to the left past the work zone as they are now setting that up. Beyond that, the pace is good to the Beltway and beyond. And traffic continues to run well uh, all the way, in fact, all the way out toward uh, Haymarket and beyond. Things are generally good to go. On 395 and 95, no delays to report. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. 
First Alert Weather is tracking the next weather makers. We've got one that'll move through Wednesday, just some high clouds, and another starting on Sunday, bringing rain for Sunday, Monday into early Tuesday. Temperatures here this evening dropping down into the lower 30s. By morning, it's 20s to around freezing, so a cold start again with some frost possible. We'll have some high clouds tomorrow. Temperatures will top out in the mid to upper 40s throughout the area. And then on Thursday, colder behind the cold front temperatures will be only rising into the lower to mid 40s throughout the area with sunshine i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center 39 degrees outside the wtop studios it's 35 in fort belvoir 39 in silver spring brought to you by len the plumber heating and air trusted same day service seven days a week coming up on wtop why this brand new car emissions site will never open in dc it's 919 This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. As experts in creating, designing, and building custom jewelry, my family started Dominion Jewelers over 30 years ago. Hi, I'm Rochelle Baramani, and our commitment to quality craftsmanship and exceptional customer service has set the standard in the jewelry industry. One of the secrets to our success has been our marketing partnership with WTOP. Years ago, we began working with WTOP to promote our custom jewelry through radio messages. And as we grew, so did our relationship. Today, WTOP has helped us expand our reach through digital marketing, creating our website, and ensuring top placement in Google searches and exposure across social media. If your business can benefit from a marketing partnership that includes digital marketing, social media, and Google Premier Partner status, then go to WTOP.com and search advertising. If you're in the market for custom jewelry that reflects your style, schedule an appointment at DominionJewelers.com. We make it beautiful. You make it yours. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. $10.99 hardly get you through a drive-thru these days. So, drive past them and pick up a large one-topping pizza from Papa John's for just $10.99 every day of the week. We're not done. It's a cookie. It's a caramel. It's chocolate. It's Twix Papa Bites from Papa John's. Fresh dough filled with Twix cookie pieces and cheesecake filling, baked to perfection and drizzled with caramel sauce. Plus, it's only $4.99 at Papa John's. This is WTOP News. It's 921. An Ashburn, Virginia man has been arrested after three separate sexual assaults, which took place yesterday. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says they happened between 1 and 3 p.m. in the Ashburn area. All three women reported they were followed and then inappropriately touched by a man. 
Deputies identify the suspect as 20-year-old Ryan Cunningham. He's charged with sexual battery and is being held without bond. D.C. recently installed a self-service car emissions testing site in Northeast, hoping to make the process easier for people east of the Anacostia River. But we're learning that facility will never open. This is the brand new emissions testing kiosk located here in Kenilworth Park in Northeast D.C. But it will never screen a single car at this location. The U.S. Park Service says it hadn't heard D.C. plan to install an emissions lane here in Kenilworth Park, right near the playground and athletic fields. The Park Service says D.C.'s Department of Parks and Recreation approved the kiosk without the authority or permission to install it. And there's a long-standing agreement that this kind of parkland just be used for recreation. D.C. says that the kiosk will be moved to another location. In Northeast, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A U.S. agency taking the first step toward requiring new vehicles to prevent drunk or impaired driving. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is taking the first step toward requiring devices in vehicles that prevent drunk or impaired driving. The devices were required in the bipartisan infrastructure law passed by Congress in 2021. That year, more than 13,000 people were killed in drunk driving crashes. NHTSA and a group of 16 automakers have been jointly funding research into technology that would automatically test a driver's breath for alcohol and stop a vehicle from moving if the driver is impaired. The driver wouldn't have to blow into a tube. A sensor would check their breath. Another company is working on light technology that could test for blood alcohol in a person's finger. It can take years for a regulation to make its way through the process. Ed Donahue, Washington. The Virginia Department of Transportation launches its new redesigned website today. The agency says the new site improves the user experience and makes popular features like real-time traffic alerts easier to find. Last time VDOT redesigned its website. When do you think that was, Michael? Uh, I would say uh, 10 years ago. 2008. 9.24 WTOP and sports just ahead. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. The Washington region, where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood. Hi, Mom. Leave me alone. If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hey, Rob Woodfork is here, Rob. Yeah, the uh, Maryland women undefeated at home with a blowout win today. The men just followed suits. The Terps beat Alcorn State 105-65 behind 52% shooting from the floor, 14-30 of 30 from three-point range. Those are season highs both in percentage and made threes. Julian Reese led six Terps in double figures with 15 points. And uh, other games of local interest, George Washington, a 88-73 winner, over Bowie State, like the Terps, they uh, stay undefeated at home. And uh, Georgetown, they are up big on Coppin State, 29-14, that one at halftime. Uh, the aforementioned Maryland women enjoyed a wire-to-wire 99-51 win over Towson. They extend their home win streak to 17 games in front of 70 area elementary schools as part of field trip day. The crowd of nearly 15,000 was Xfinity Center's largest women's basketball in seven years. Each of Washington's pro soccer teams made a pair of trades today. D.C. 